0: Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. Have you ever heard about the Your Garage feature on Cars.com? Here's how it works. You add your car to your garage to track its market value and cash in when the time is right to sell. Track both your car's historical, real-time, and projected value. And then, when it's time to sell, easily secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on Cars.com start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Hey, it's your friend Mel, and welcome to a vibrant, phenomenal episode of the Mel Robbins podcast. Let's do this thing. Okay, everybody, I am so excited. Boy, do I have an incredible gift for you today. And for those of you that are brand new to the Mel Robbins podcast, let me welcome you. My name is Mel Robbins. I'm a New York Times bestselling author and one of the most respected experts on change and motivation in the world. And I have a treat for you today because I have arranged to get you an appointment at (laughs) zero cost with one of the world's leading Doctors and medical experts, I'm telling you, you are in for a treat because you are getting world-class medical and research-backed simple tactics today to improve your health, to improve your energy, to improve your vitality. We are going to do some healing today from the inside out. Who the hell am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about none other than Dr. Mark Hyman. Welcome. Thank you. 14. New York Times bestsellers, people. Fourteen. He's the founder and medical director of the Ultra Wellness Center and head of strategy and innovation at the Cleveland Clinic Center for Functional Medicine. Dr. Hyman has also consulted with the Surgeon General on diabetes prevention. I mean, we could just be dropping (laughs) all. And he's laughing. He's laughing at his own credentials. And. That's something that I actually love about Dr. Hyman, because he's relatable. And so we are going to break down the world of functional medicine and the science behind how you can have more energy, how you can use things that are in your house and in your fridge to help you calm your anxiety, to help you gain focus if you have ADHD. And more importantly, I don't care how old you are. I know we got a ton of college kids that listen to this. You should be thinking right now, no matter how young or old you are, about what you can do to make sure that as you age, you also have the energy Mm. that you deserve. Right, Mm -hmm. Dr. Hunter? Absolutely. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. And one other thing I want to tell you guys. So about a year ago, I think you guys know this. I had this like tsunami casserole (laughs) <laughs> of a breakdown that was a combination of anxiety, grief, and crushing symptoms from menopause. Mm. Just that's me- always fun. Oh, it was a hot mess. <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> and I texted Dr. Hyman and I went to his wellness clinic in Lenox. And so I have firsthand experience. Working with his team and following his advice, and it has made a profound difference. And that's why I'm excited for you to
1: be here. Amazing. Sadly, our healthcare system and our medical paradigm doesn't actually know how to get you from there to here. And it's all about activating your body's own innate, intelligent healing systems, which is really all I do. I don't really treat disease, I just help the body do what it's supposed to do by getting rid of the bad stuff and putting in the good stuff. So the body is really an amazing organism that's a self-healing, self-repairing, self-renewing system, if you know what to do. And I mean, who's listening out there that got an owner's manual strapped to their leg when they were born? Probably not too many of you. You know how to use your iPhone and computer more than you know how to regulate and use your body. And that's really what this is all about.
0: Dr. Hyman, you just said something that really struck me, which is that every single one of us, our bodies, has an intelligent healing system yeah. built into it. And I immediately thought about the fact that, you know, we all know instinctively that if you cut your hand, your body knows how to heal itself. Exactly. And so you don't have to kn- go to
1: the doctor to get a prescription to heal your hand, it just does, knows what to do.
0: Yeah. And so can you just expand upon that for somebody who has never considered that concept? Yeah. That your body is designed, when you know how to take care of it, to heal itself? What the hell does that even mean?
1: It's it's really incredible. I mean, I, I literally get to be the witness to miracles every day. And people who are either wanting to just optimize their health and live a long, healthy life, or people who have end-stage diseases like type 2 diabetes, heart disease, autoimmune disease, dementia, whatever it is, ADD, depression... When you know how the body works, you can learn how to optimize its function, which is what we call it functional medicine, and then you get rid of the stuff that's impairing our ability to function properly, and you put in the stuff that, that the body needs to thrive. So you take out the impediments to health, you put in the ingredients to health, the body knows what to do. And most people don't connect the dots between what they're doing in their life, whether it's what they're eating or the toxins they're exposed to or the stress they're under the lack of sleep they're getting or the, lack, the fact that they you know, may not move their bodies or learn how right. to do all these things. They don't know how that's impacting them. They don't know how close they are to feeling good. We're literally only a few days, not weeks or months from feeling better.
0: We're only a few days away from feeling better. Yes.
1: It's really remarkable. I take people all over the world and I put them in, in these groups. We do these programs around the world. And we change their diet. We move them a little bit, a little bit of yoga. Not like running a marathon, but just general exercise, some simple body practices. And within six days, the average person reduces their symptoms from all diseases by 70%.
0: Wait. What?
1: Yeah, it's it's I've done this so many times and I'm like I even shocked myself cuz like whether well, you have migraines or irritable bowel or depression or insomnia or joint pain or fatigue or brain fog whatever the stuff you're feeling and I call it the FLC syndrome which means what's
0: you What's FLC?
1: When you feel like crap. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a more there's a more serious version of that called FLS. Feel but, like shit. <laughs> yeah, <Yes>. exactly. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and, well, I, and I you know what's interesting is that I think about uh, you know we're constantly looking at what people DM us and mm-hmm. what they fill out in the forms at melrobbins.com. And I've started to wonder if part of the problem is that so many of us are, are used to feeling like shit.
1: Yeah. We don't know how m- better we can feel. We don't have any insight because we've never, it's like you have an elephant standing on your foot your whole life. You don't know what it feels like when the ailment gets off until it gets off. And so then people have the insight. And is, you know, I've written many books about how to do this. I, yep. In my new book, Young Forever, I explain how to do this. Uh, I've written a book called The 10-Day Detox Diet, which mm-hmm. is really what I used in my patients to help reset autoimmune disease, reset the gut, turn off inflammation, and get rid of asthma, migrate, whatever it is that so people are suffering from depression. Because we know we now depression is inflammation in the brain.
0: I want to go point... By point, by point, because I can feel. Can you just hear Dr. Hyman winding up? I'm He's just about, winding up. He is so <laughs> excited. I want to back up a couple steps because we were talking about the fact that your work in functional medicine as a medical doctor decades of work with patients, of research, the books that you've written. We are gonna link to all of this, everybody. It will be in the show notes. Don't you worry, we got you covered. You talked about the fact that our bodies are designed to heal. And so I want to give people a metaphor to start to think about, because you've already started talking about food and that we don't stop and think about the fact that the environment that we live in and the things that we stick in our mouth and put into our body, and the stress that we endure are all things that we can change for the better that have a material demonstrated impact on the quality of your health to the point where if you take this seriously within six days, you will feel better. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, what's so amazing, Mel, is that every cell in your body, your DNA, your microbiome, which are the bugs that live in your gut, your immune system, everything is listening to your thoughts, everything, is responding to your environment in real time. We call it the exposome. Your your life is not predetermined by some genetic destiny. It's the life and the exposome, which is all the sum total of all the experiences you've had, all the toxins, all the thoughts, all the relationships, all the food you've eaten, everything, washing over your biology, creating the expression of who you are in this moment. And so that's a very empowering idea because it doesn't just something that just didn't happen to you. You can actually be empowered to understand what those things are and change them and radically reverse your, your biological age, your, your health problems, your mental health, because the body has this incredible healing system, as we said.
0: Wow. Okay. So what a good metaphor, and maybe you have a better one, but I keep thinking about like, if you think about the fact that a car, brand new car is designed to drive. Yeah. Right. It needs fuel, though. Yeah. So if you want to take care of your car, you put in the the fuel that doesn't have a bunch of crap in it and or you plug your car in. Right. And you drive one of these electric cars. I think a lot about food as the fuel. And if your car drives best on electricity or gas, you would never put sand yeah. in your gas tank because it would clog it up. Yeah. And so. Is that kind of a metaphor to get you thinking about how what is it? It's more exciting than that because
1: yes, food is fuel. It's energy, right? You need it to, you know, run your body, but there's this, All this other stuff in food that we've ignored besides calories, and it's the informational molecules in food. Because food is not just calories, it's information, it's instructions, it's code that upregulates your biology or downregulates it every single bite. Wow. It changes your gene expression, your hormones, your brain chemistry, your immune system, your microbiome. Literally everything is changed in real time by what you're eating. Like Most people don't connect their food and their mood. Now, or their food and their asthma, or their food and their irritable bowel, or their food and their migraines, or their or food, food and their depression. Or food and anxiety, or anxiety, and depression.
0: depression. Wow, okay. I want to talk about where do we start, Yeah. okay? Because I want to make sure that everybody listening mm. leaves with a better understanding of how their body is designed to heal itself and specific changes that we can make in order to activate that power inside of us. Yeah. And so I wanna talk a little bit about, um, you write so much about food and we've already started talking about it. And in particular, I'm hu- I'm a huge fan of your book, The Blood Sugar Solution,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: is where I think you're one of the first people to start talking about the vagus nerve and the power yeah. of the vagus nerve, yeah. which we talk about on this show constantly. Yeah, And the Ultra Mind Solution, is a book. All these book goodies. Oh yeah, all these book goodies. But listen, you know, everybody, and I'm going to have you explain it. You know, you probably, you may have heard that your gut is called the second brain. Yeah. But what you may not know is that during the formation of you as a human being, Mm. the same embryonic clump that forms the brain also forms the gut. And they separate, but they stay connected yeah. via neurotransmitters. Yeah. So I think about it like almost like 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 goop, like you break goop in half and it's got these stringy sections yeah. and yeah. part of it becomes your brain and the second part becomes the gut. Well, they and, call it
1: your gut brain or your second brain.
0: Yes. And that they talk to each other all the Completely, time. Completely, yeah. And so where I want to start with this is, can you explain the connection between your gut health and your overall health, and then we're going to get into specific mental health issues that people struggle with.
1: Absolutely. You know, what was really amazing to me, Mel, is I began to practice functional medicine, I began to treat people's guts. I would help their immune system get better. I'd get them on anti-inflammatory diets. And as a side effect, they would report to me that my ADD is better. My depression has gone. My panic attacks are gone. My mood is better. I'm sleeping better. All these things. I'm like, really? <laughs> What's going on here? And I began to really inquire about this, this process of how everything below the neck is influencing everything above the neck. Yes. So the subtitle of the Ultramind Solution is how to fix your broken brain by fixing your body first. Mm. And what's really amazing is the microbiome is this new frontier. In addition to the understanding of the gut brain and the gut nervous system and the brain nervous system and how they're connected, there's constant communication. There's more neurotransmitters in your gut than your brain. But. What's now happening is the understanding of this sea of bacteria in there that are all speaking to you every minute. And I just had talked to a scientist who was researching a particular microbe in the gut. And it's a big word, it's called Ackermansia. Don't worry about it, it's just one of the bacteria that lives in there. I already forgot it. Okay, and and what's amazing is as they were fermenting this, growing this bacteria to put in a probiotic, which is very powerful for many things for regulating metabolism and mood and blood sugar and everything, they discovered that this vat of the byproducts of this bacteria was something called GABA. Now GABA is a calming neurotransmitter. Oh, When people take Valium, that's what it's doing. It's activating the GABA receptors in the brain to calm you down and relax you. So when you think, if you have the right bacteria in your gut, you're producing compounds and neurotransmitters that are going to
0: your brain and making you either relax and calm or depressed. Wow. Okay. I wanna I wanna have you define a few things for us. Mm. So you've used the word inflammation Mm. a lot. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? Well everybody
1: knows. You know, you No, everybody does not know. You got a sore throat, that's inflammation. You cut your finger, it gets red and pussy, that's inflammation. Oh. Right? No, yeah. I've never thought about it that way. You sprain your knee, it swells up. Well, That's that inflammation. I <laughs> That's inflammation. But
0: but when but, but when you functional medicine doctors yes, have, throw talk, around yeah. the word inflammation, yes, yes. inflammation here, inflammation, I'm, I don't even know what you're talking yeah, about.
1: I, so we know that inflammation on the outside, what it looks like. Yes. Right? That's what I was just referring to. Yes. But there's inflammation on the inside. Oh. And, uh, and it's silent inflammation. You know, if your brain's inflamed, it, it, it doesn't get red and swollen, but you get depressed and you have ADD and you have personality issues and you can't sleep and you're anxious, right? Oh. So we're now understanding that the inflammation, this hidden inflammation is occurring inside of us and it's leading to all the diseases of Western civilization, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, dementia. The aging process itself is called inflammaging, which is wow. one of the hallmarks of aging I talk about in Young Forever yeah. in my book. and the the beautiful thing is that we now know what is driving the inflammation on the inside.
0: What's causing us to have inflammation on well, the inside?
1: our gut is a big player. Okay. It's 70% of our immune system's in our gut. And if we don't eat the right food, if our microbiome isn't the right bugs in there, they're nasty bugs. And we get leaky gut. And that means the body can't... Th- filter out the food and proteins from food and and, uh, the bacteria in there, and you leak them across the intestinal lining, and guess what, your immune system's right there, and it goes, holy shit, what is all this? And starts creating inflammation. So you get asthma, or you get arthritis, or you get depression, or you get diabetes, or you get dementia, because the gut bacteria and the whole system in there is broken down. The other- Can I ask
0: one more question? Yeah. Because I think this is really important for everybody to understand. Let's back up a minute and talk about how your gut is supposed to function. So yeah. when it's functioning in the correct way, because I only learned about leaky gut mm. because we had a daughter that struggled with disordered eating Yeah, and she was constantly talking about how she felt fat. And I thought, oh my God, we have not only this issue with restriction and her not eating, but we now have body dysmorphia and we went to see a nutritionist that was a functional holistic mm-hmm. nutritionist and she came back and said through the disordered eating your daughter has destroyed her gut her gut there are there are no positive bacteria strains yeah. so the food hits her gut yeah and without positive bacteria strains the food doesn't break down yeah and so She does feel bloated bloated and and then like all of this acidic crap, because the food is not digesting properly because there's no positive bacteria, all this acidic crap leaks through the wall of the gut and then goes through the nervous system and the anxiety spikes. And so this was brand new to me. So can you just explain to everybody when your gut is in balance how is it functioning properly? Because I think that'll give everybody the ability to then understand yeah. the impact of it not functioning properly. Well,
1: I mean, you pre- pretty much shouldn't know it's there. It should do its job, right? You shouldn't be bloated, distended. You shouldn't have heartburn. You, should, you shouldn't have gas. You should feel fine. You really? really? People
0: when, go through life without all that? I mean,
1: you can have a little gas, but it's not like, you know, It's that's kind of a normal thing. But I, I think if people are really noticing their gut function, yes. something's wrong. Okay. And then you just look in the toilet. You should have a perfectly formed log. It yep. just floats a little bit. Yep. And that's it. And you should feel the urge to go and you should go and it should like take a couple minutes and that's it. And, and that is not the case for most people in yes. the Western civilization. We know now how to identify imbalances in there. We know how to test for it. We know how to treat it. Not most traditional doctors, but most functional medicine doctors. This is the focus of a lot of the way we help people is by optimizing their gut function. Because when we eat, we're not just feeding us. We're feeding the thousand critters that live down there, the, there's probably 10 trillion cells in there that we're feeding. In I mean, your gut. In your gut, and they affect everything that's going on. And if they're the bad guys, you're gonna feel bad. And if they're the good guys, you're gonna feel good. When you eat sugar and starch and processed food and artificial sweeteners and thickeners and gums and additives, they just destroy the microbiome. Mm. So we really have a gut crisis in in this country, but we also have the food crisis. And the food crisis is really what's driving it. Change your diet and see what happens. Not for a year or 10 years, but 10 days. Anybody can do anything for 10 days. And when you do that, you literally take away all the potential inflammatory foods, all the foods that are causing you to have issues, which is typically gluten, dairy, sugar, processed So what foods. is the
0: 10-day? Like, we'll get, just give us simple rules that you want everybody listening to try. This is a dare.
1: Let's, just, let's go through a sample menu for okay. a day. But it's basically... Protein and vegetables, nuts and seeds, and berries. and so you Okay, hold
0: on. You said that very fast. Protein. <laughs>
1: vegetables. Vegetables. Nuts and seeds and nuts berries. Nuts and seeds and berries. And lots of good fats. Olive oil, avocados. Okay. So it's basically breakfast could be, for example, a couple of eggs with sliced tomatoes and avocado with olive oil on top. Lunch could be a big salad with lots of different veggies and tomatoes. I could throw a can of wild salmon on there. Yep. Put in some pumpkin seeds. You know, just... Lots of good plant very food. colorful. Very colourful. And dinner might be, you know, some uh, a piece of fish or chicken or or some a nice small piece of meat with three quarters of your plate should be vegetables. So three quarters yeah, of your so plate. like I'll have, I'll, I'll have like the other night I had like a purple sweet potato, I had some roasted mushrooms, I had roasted eggplant, whatever whatever you kind of get excited about. Broccolini, I make cruciferous vegetables every day. These are the broccoli. What did family. you say? Cruciferous vegetables. What the hell were cruciferous? It's bro- broccoli. Broccoli, basically the broccoli family. What, what does family. cruciferous mean? It means broccoli. Basically, broccoli collard, collards, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, you know, all those. The fibery uh, crap
0: your grandmother served. Is well, that what you saying? It's,
1: it's this family of vegetables. It's a super family. Got it. Because it, it actually does, detoxes your cells. It, it helps prevent cancer. Wow. It boosts all the molecules in your body. So, so
0: I want to stop you real quick because mm. you posted something two days ago.
1: I did? <laughs> what?
0: It was your cells, your brain cells, like all of this stuff your skin, that all is continuing to grow, it doesn't just grow out of thin air. It actually is impacted and grows from the raw materials that yeah. you have. And so yeah. would you rather have cells that are made from a bag of Doritos? Exactly. Or <laughs> cells made from a salad or a piece of fish? And when you boil it down that way, like, holy cow, what I put in my mouth is what I become.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. It, it, you literally become what you eat. Listen to your own body. Your body's the smartest doctor in the room. It'll tell you what works and what doesn't. And when you stop this or that, you go, my well, God, no, wait a minute. My joints don't hurt. Or wait a minute. My, I'm not having terrible reflux or heartburn anymore. Or, I don't have migraines. What happened? Or my mood is better. Hmm, what's going on? It's what you're eating.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. We got to hear a quick word from our sponsors. Hold that thought and we'll be right back. Oh my gosh, you guys, you know who's a new sponsor of the Mel Robbins Podcast? Dr. Amon. you know, our favorite brain expert. He has these amazing clinics and supplements. I've been a patient. If you've ever been feeling anxious, depressed, unfocused, I used to feel the exact same way. And you know, most psychiatrists, they do their best, but they're kind of guessing what your problems are. When you go to the Amon Clinics, you know what they do? They scan your brain. And one of the coolest things about the Amon Clinic brain scans They show that ADHD, anxiety, and depression all have different types. It showed me the specific kind of ADHD that I have, which means there are specific ways that I can cope with it better. And after I got my brain scan, Chris did the same, and it showed that he had a very rare form of depression. It's easily one of the most informative, impactful, and life-changing experiences of our entire life. Giving everyone the same treatment will never work. You need treatment that's personalized for your brain. That's why I'm so excited that Amon Clinics is offering a special 10% discount on evaluation for the Mel Robbins podcast listeners. Go to amonclinicscom Mel or call 888-325-3530. Use promo code Mel. Remember, these statements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Mel Robbins podcast is proudly sponsored by Amica Insurance, our exclusive insurance partner. Amika understands how important it is to protect the things that matter most to you. So they'll put in the time to make sure you're taken care of, whether it's talking through all the details of your policy or following up after a claim. Your auto, home, and life insurance are more than just policies. They're protection for the life you've built. As Amika says, empathy is our best policy. Go to amika.com and get a quote today. We've all been there. Welcome back. I'm here with Dr. Mark Hyman, and he is talking today all about the fact that we have the power to heal ourselves from the inside out, and we're talking about simple ways that you can do this. All right, Dr. Hyman, what are the top things that people should, in this kind of 10-day window stop eating
1: basically anything comes in a package can or a box get rid of it if it's sugar no if sugar sweetened beverages no alcohol no uh the grains and beans for a short time because a lot of people have inflammation from that they have a gut issue grains and beans are healthy and they're good for you but for some people they can be a problem
0: what's the universal one it's no gluten
1: no gluten no sugar no dairy no alcohol no processed food
0: do you have any fun
1: absolutely I have so much fun. I have so much fun every day. Oh, just kidding. My whole life is fun. And I don't feel restricted. I don't starve myself. And the thing is, these foods are addictive, Mel. So people think, I got to have sugar. People are listening. They're thinking, oh, Dr. Hyman, can I have uh, artificial sweeteners? Or can I have, you know, yes, stevia? stevia. Or can I have?" Is like, okay? everybody, everybody's going through their head. And if you yes. are having this inner dialogue right now, I guarantee you, you have biological addiction to sugar because you're trying to find a way out. You know, mm. I'm going to stop smoking, but I'm going to vape, or I'm going to chew red gum. Well, that's not getting rid of your addiction. Yes. Right? And I think it's not your fault. And this is probably uh, one of the biggest problems I have with the narrative in America, that we are blaming the person who's overweight for their problem. It's your fault that you're eating too much and not exercising enough, because that's the solution to weight loss. It's all about calories in, calories out. It's all about moderation. And if you can't do it, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. That's just a big fat lie and that keeps people feeling ashamed about themselves it yep. keeps them from being empowered to know what to do it keeps the food industry free of responsibility and it's uh one of the most unfortunate
0: narratives that we have and what you're here to say is it's not your fault because not, the way that food is manufactured it is addictive yeah. and it is screwing up your body chemistry and it is causing like a whole litany of things we yeah, li- aren't even thinking that the my diet and the way that processed food is getting metabolized, is causing this inflammation that makes my brain not work right, that impacts focus and energy and mood and sleep and all of these things. And all of your work points to the fact that one of the places that all of us can start is by just doing an experiment for 10 days where you stop the dairy, stop the gluten, stop the sugar, and you eat a colorful meal of Whole foods and vegetables. Three quarters of the plate is vegetables and have a protein. There is your homework for 10 days and report back everybody. Because you've seen over and over and over again that in that small of a window, people have remarkable results. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's the key. Because if, if people go, you know, this is a long slog and it'll take me years, you, you're not going to want to do it. So this yes. is like the restart and, and has enormous benefits because for the first time, people understand what they're doing impacts how they feel.
0: Yeah. I almost feel like this is like an oil change. we got to get that nasty ass oil out there and glug, 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 get your gut working right. Can we talk about the impact of the gut with anxiety and what's your recommendation? If somebody struggles with anxiety, what do they need to do to heal their gut and how will that impact anxiety? Well, Well,
1: anxiety can be caused from many things, right? From, you know, life stresses, from trauma, from environmental toxins from your microbiome, from eating too much sugar. I mean, there's a whole list. So mm-hmm. functional medicine is about getting to the root cause yep. and anxiety is a symptom. It's like saying I have a headache, right? Uh, well, did someone hit you in the head with a hammer? Or do you have a migraine? Did you not sleep enough? Did you have a hangover? Or do you, know, have, you, know, right. you have an aneurysm? Like, why do you have a headache? <laughs> right. So anxiety is just like saying I have a headache or depression is like saying I have a headache. Okay. It doesn't mean anything other than what your symptoms are. The oh. question is, what's the cause And that is what functional medicine is so good about. And so the gut plays a big role. I really just start with the simple lifestyle practices. Do a 10-day reset. Do some simple movement. Take a walk. Do some simple mindfulness practices. Do your high five. (laughs) I do take five, which is five breaths five times a day. You know, it's simple. Like before you eat every time before you go to bed, take five breaths in slowly, in and out for five seconds. How the hell does that help? It resets your nervous system because every time you breathe, you move your diaphragm. And your diaphragm is this place where the vagus nerve goes through. The vagus mm-hmm. nerve is your relaxation nerve. Yeah. That's your nervous right. system. You just and,
0: need to find the switch. And Flip a, it.
1: Yeah, that's the beautiful thing. So you can actually use your breath to reset your nervous system and to calm everything down and lower adrenaline, lower cortisol, lower all the stress hormones and, and reset your system. But it doesn't take a lot.
0: I want to I just come back to something you said in the very beginning. Mm. Over and over and over again, you're proving simple ways that your body is designed to heal itself, yeah. So five breaths, deep breaths. Right, well, walk us through how you do yeah, the five just,
1: breaths. Just go, like, take a deep breath in to five through your nose, and five out. Do that five times. It's not that hard. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you, you, nobody. I just did it. it once,
1: and I feel harder. I, to I feel better too. <laughs> I
0: and and again, it's proof that if you do the right input. Hmm. Your body responds. And
1: this is really what my work is about. It's what my book, Young Forever, is focused on. How do we activate our healing systems? Whether you're 25 or 75, you can activate these systems and feel better now and put um, yourself on the track for a longer, healthier life.
0: Wow. Um, let's talk about ADHD. And What did you say? ADHD. Oh, okay, we st- <laughs> I even fell for that. That was good. Let's talk about ADHD. What we about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's talk about ADHD and the gut. How yeah. it is healing your gut.
1: Oh god, helping I mean, with ADHD. I got to tell you a story, and it was what really got me on this track of thinking about writing this book. It was a 12 year old kid who had severe ADHD when he was younger. It was. a Kindergarten on Adderall and kicked out of kindergarten. I mean, who gets kicked out of kindergarten? Wow. And just struggling at 12 years old. His mother was at her wits' end um, and, you know, come behavior problems and just struggling. The mother, Brought him in and I did a full evaluation because I don't just say tell me about your ADHD. I said tell me about your bowel movements. Tell me about what's happening with this and that and the other thing. And it turned out he had asthma. He had irritable bowel syndrome. He had headaches at night. He had muscle cramps. He had anal itching, which is a clue about something. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's often a sign of yeast issues or oh, yeah. So uh, he had all these problems. And and he was on seven different medications from multiple Let's different doctors care. on asthma medications on, a, he medications on, ADD medications on you know, mood medication. I mean, it was just it was a mess. I started treating him, and okay. all we did was clean up his diet. He was kid was living on junk food, never ate a vegetable in his life, massively nutritional deficient. He was deficient in magnesium, which caused muscle cramps. He was deficient in zinc because he didn't ever eat any pumpkin seeds or vegetables, and his immune system was dysregulated. He had also a B vitamin deficiencies. He was having gut issues with bad bacteria, gluten sensitivity. He had yeast overgrowth. He had a little bit of lead in his system. Wow. He had all this stuff that was really easy to treat. All I did was basically take out the bad food, put in a, a whole foods diet, a little bit of an elimination that we talked about. I gave him basic multivitamins, some fish oil, magnesium, and vitamin D, some probiotics, kind of reset his gut. And the mother brings him back two months later, and she said, not only is his ADD gone, but all of his other symptoms are gone. His migraines, his, his irritable bowel, his asthma, his skin issues, his anal itchy, it was all gone. Congestion, sinus issues, all gone. And his handwriting went from totally illegible, you know, these kids with really bad penmanship yeah. to perfectly legible, perfect penmanship. And I didn't send him to a handwriting school. All I did was fix his brain by fixing his body, by fixing his gut.
0: I'm processing this. Yeah, it's a lot. No, 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 no. I'm processing this because I have a visual to share with you listening to us. And then I want to tell a quick story because I'm starting to feel like ding, 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 ding with our own son. So the visual I want to give everybody because it just hit me is, you know, when somebody has an allergic reaction like hmm. they get stung by a bee hmm. or they eat something that they're allergic to and their face turns bright red or you know something swells on their body that inflammation that you're seeing on the outside is the body reacting to something that it can't process
2: Or it doesn't like
0: what is what it can you describe what an allergic reaction means medically because I then want to tie it is something that I'm now thinking about when it comes to the gut. So what does it mean when you have an allergic reaction? You have allergies.
1: I mean, there's, there's really two main kind of allergies. One is a true allergy. So if you eat peanuts, your tongue swells up, your lungs shut down, you can't breathe and you can die. You get anaphylaxis. That's a life-threatening emergency, a bee sting allergy. That's a certain type, we call type 1 allergy, which is super fast, super quick, and you can die from it. EpiPen people. Yes. EpiPen people, right? Then there's the delayed sensitivity. It's not a true allergy, but it can create sort of low-grade, long-term symptoms. So if you eat bread, you might have brain fog. Is that a true Mm. allergy? No. But is it sensitivity? Yes. Yes. And I think people don't have, I mean, I know, for example, if I eat dairy, I will get congestion and snotty immediately, and I'll probably get pimples the next day. Yep. But if I have, for example, sheep or goat products that are from regenerative uh, sheep that have A2 casein, which is not inflammatory then I don't, right? So it's really not so much about the 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 type one we're so much worried about. Mm-hmm. It's all these other types of food reactions that are slow and delayed and create this low-grade inflammation that creates all these symptoms for people.
0: Yes, so I wanted to bring that visual in for everybody because I think it's really helpful. And it occurred to me a couple of years ago, huh, I wonder if like these sensitivities and these allergies that people have to food that may not cause swelling or redness in your face or breakouts or whatever that you can't see. I wonder if all of this is screwing up the way that our body is able to function. Absolutely. And and it interferes with your body's way to function. And so when you think about it like those kind of type one ones that, Mm. and you you Mm. just explained it, like if you have a sensitivity to wheat or your body just can't handle the big company manufactured foods because of the chemicals and the dyes and the yeah. crap that are in it, it is causing your whole body to have almost like this, this reaction, smoldering inflammation, this smoldering yeah. inflammation. And so when you think about it that way, it makes so much sense to go, holy cow, if you just simply were to switch your diet from all this processed crap, grab and go And you were to put on your plate a little bit of protein and three quarters vegetables, it would probably calm your body down and your thoughts down. And here's what I'm going, holy fuck, this is crazy. Because our son, exactly what you're talking about, Oakley in fourth grade was diagnosed with severe dyslexia. The kid could not read. It looked... Honest to God, like he was writing with his feet. His his dysgraphia was so bad. He could not sit still. So we pull him out of public school Mm -hmm. and they immediately medicate him for ADHD. Mm. He hated the meds, but it was the only way he could sit still in class. Fast forward to about eighth grade, he starts advocating for himself. I'm not taking these meds. I'm not taking these meds. I'm not taking these meds. We're like, fine. But if we get a report from school, that you are bouncing around the classroom. We're going to have to find a different solution. This school happened to have a cafeteria where all the kids ate and it had healthy, pro- options, healthy yeah. options. There were no unhealthy options. There was the salad bar, there was the homemade yeah, yeah. soup, there was a protein. He gets into ninth grade. When I tell you this kid is a totally different yeah, it's person, amazing. yeah. His handwriting is different. That's what made me think. Yeah, yeah. His ability to focus is different. He is just, I don't even know who he is. It's like destroying it in school. He is present. Yeah. And he eats vegetables. Yeah. He has a totally different diet. Yeah. Like I'm sitting here going, holy shit, the kid used to eat. Mac and cheese.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Chicken nuggets. <laughs> that will do it. That'll do it. Don't put a vegetable on my plate. I'll <laughs> <That'll> do it. <laughs> yeah, it's really true, and I and it's like, and I'm
0: just processing this because I'm like, I think I this is a major part of why he is transformed. And Mel, it's
1: not just ADD. Everything that goes on in our brain above our neck is governed in the same way. We may not have such severe symptoms. We may not have asthma. We may not have severe ADD, but we may have. Fatigue or brain fog or just you know depression or anxiety. Well, let's talk or, about
0: depression because right? anxiety is not a disease. ADHD is not a disease. No, they're just. Let's talk about depression though because that is technically like a disease. Right? Well,
1: anxiety is a disease and ADD is considered a disease. I mean, Why? they're in the they're in the disease classification manual. I I don't agree. I think I think here. Let me just back up a little bit. We have like one hundred fifty five thousand diseases in our manual, doctor manual that we can pick from when we want to diagnose somebody. And most of them are just descriptions of the symptoms that people have, but tell you nothing about the cause. So So is the root
0: cause inflammation? Is that the root cause of all of this? The root cause of 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 many
1: things is inflammation, not not everything.
0: What are the the options when it comes to root cause for you as a functional medical doctor?
1: So basically at the the beginning, we talked about taking out the bad stuff, putting in the good stuff. And you know, the body's not that complicated. I mean, it's complex. It's very dynamic, but Basically, it needs certain things to thrive mm-hmm. and certain things make it not thrive, right? So what are the things that we need to think about getting rid of that the body doesn't like? Okay. Bad food. Yep. And we can define, we've sort of defined that's processed food, sugar, it's stress, and it's, it can be physical or psychological stress. And a lot of, you know, stress is really defined as the perception of a real or imagined threat to your body or your ego. So it could be a tiger chasing you, or you could think your spouse is cheating on you, but it's not true. Or you could
0: think that your boss is mad at you.
1: Yeah. The other few things that are the things that cause our body to be out of balance, besides bad food and stress, are toxins. Our gut and microbiome is a huge factor. So an unhealthy gut and bad bugs. And last is is things that irritate our immune system, like allergens or sensitivities.
0: Okay. What are the five things? Bad
1: food, stress, toxins, bad bugs and sensitivity. Okay, got it. And if we have those things, they create imbalance. So we have to get rid of those things, take out the bad stuff. So what are the good stuff? What are the ingredients for health? How does our bodies thrive? We are often deficient in many nutrients, particularly omega-3s, vitamin D, B vitamins, iron, zinc. These are magnesium common nutritional deficiencies that have broad impacts across the body, including our mood. Uh, Then we need the right balance of hormones. We need clean air. We need clean water. We need movement, like exercise. We need resetting, restoration, uh, relaxation, resetting the vagus nerve, sympathetic nervous system needs to be calmed down, Mm. right? That's not a passive activity. So you have to actively relax, Mm. right? Whether it's breathing or yoga or meditation or whatever, prayer, journaling, a million ways to do it. Then we need also sleep, And most of us are not getting enough sleep or good quality sleep. So seven, eight hours minimum for most people is essential.
0: So um, if somebody is not getting good sleep, you mentioned seven to eight hours of sleep is what the average person needs minimum. What are a couple simple changes that you would recommend that someone focus on immediately to start to improve their sleep habits?
1: Well, there's a number of simple things you can do to fix your sleep. Uh, one is regular sleep cycle. So wake and sleep at the same time every day. Okay, how does Two, that help? It puts you in a rhythm. So your body kind of knows, oh, it's, it's time to eat, it's time to sleep. You're, you have a, you're, by, you're a biological organism, whether you like it or not. And you have to regulate yourself based on circadian rhythms and the basic cycles of day and night and light and dark. The other thing is make sure you have 20 minutes, if you can, of light in the morning. Why? Because that sets your, resets your brain for the day and also resets your pineal gland and will help with melatonin production later in the day. Oh. Which melatonin is, helps you sleep at night.
0: And so the light you're talking about is get outside Sunlight. even on a cloudy yeah, day. Yeah, okay. 20 minutes.
1: 20 minutes. Uh, and these light boxes, you know, even you mm-hmm. can use that, that have full spectrum light. Uh, the second is at night, don't get blue light. So wear blue blocker glasses, get off your screens, at least two or three hours before bed. Does
0: that include television or just phone and- you, If
1: you wanna really do the blue blocker stuff, you can wear your blue blockers while you're watching television. Okay. And, and that's a cheap investment for a good benefit. And that will help your brain start to calm down.
0: And why? how does blue light interfere with your brain's ability to shut down and get ready for well, bed? Well, listen,
1: listen, Mel, we didn't have the light bulb till hundred and something years ago, right? Mm. So our bodies are like designed when the sun goes down to produce all these hormones and chemicals that help us get ready for sleep. Wow! Another thing you can do is take magnesium. Magnesium really helps with sleep for a lot of people at night. And then the other thing I love to do is a hot bath with Epsom salt and lavender. Why lavender and why Epsom salt? Epsom salt has magnesium, which gets absorbed in the body. Mm. The, the hot water basically relaxes your muscle, your nervous mm. system. So I can be like super stressed. Maybe I get a hot bath. and They make it as hot as I can stand it. And that has other longevity benefits. And then I had lavender drops, which, you know, Johnson & Johnson knows work. And the study's been there because it lowers cortisol. They're using the oh. lavender baby bath to calm oh. the babies down. Yeah. So, so lavender drops, you can just put them in the bathtub with your Epsom salt and soak in there for 20 minutes, go to bed and as your temperature starts to go down, you'll sleep. Also keep your bedroom like for sleep and sex, right? And don't have a TV in there. Keep it cool. 68 degrees or lower. Keep it dark. Yeah. Really important. Earplugs and eye shades. If you know you live in the city. <laughs> yeah. But that all helps to reset your sleep system.
0: All right, Doc, hold that thought. We got to hear a quick word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Have you ever heard that saying, if you love what you do, you will never work a day in your life? But let's be real. You can love what you do and still put in endless hours and lots of hard work, especially if you're a creator like me or an entrepreneur or you're into the online courses. So that's why I want to tell you about our sponsor, Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that will help you, creators, and small business owners build successful online businesses and unlock predictable recurring revenue. Whether you want to launch a membership site, a subscription podcast, build a thriving community, launch and sell online courses, or deliver personalized coaching, Kajabi is for you. And Kajabi doesn't take a cut of your revenue. You keep 100% of what you earn. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to Kajabi.com slash Mel. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com slash Mel. Go to Kajabi.com slash Mel and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion dollars using the platform. I am so excited that Cozy Earth is one of the sponsors of the Mel Robbins podcast because they have really changed my life. I used to wake up every morning exhausted because I never could get a great night's sleep. And I always blamed it on the fact that menopause, anxiety, my to-do list, my husband, whatever it was, who knew that my sheets could also be contributing to my bad sleep. But all that changed with Cozy Earth. Now I'm waking up feeling refreshed, well-rested, and amazing. Even though my to-do list is still long, I'm getting a great night's sleep. All thanks to the soft and buttery smooth bedding from Cozy Earth. In fact, research shows That breathable fabrics when you sleep cools you down, which is essential for a great night's sleep. Want to rest easy on vacay? Take a trip to CozyEarth.com slash Mel Robbins. Then type in code Mel Robbins at checkout and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. That's promo code Mel Robbins for 35% off. After placing your order, choose podcast in the survey after ordering and then the Mel Robbins podcast from the drop-down menu. Thanks and happy sleeping. As a business-to-business marketer. Your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn Ads empowers marketers like you with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn Ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. You'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers a billion members, 180 million senior level executives, and 10 million C-level executives. You'll be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B. In technology, LinkedIn generated two to five times higher return on ad spend than any other social media platforms. You'll work with a partner who respects the B2B world you operate in. 79% of B2B content marketers said, LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash Mel to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash Mel. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Mel Robbins. Welcome back. I'm here with 14-time New York best selling author, Dr. Mark Hyman, he is the voice when it comes to functional medicine, and he is talking today all about the fact that we have the power to heal ourselves from the inside out, and we're talking about simple ways that you can do this. All right, Dr. Hyman, can you tell us about the importance of connection as a way to stay healthy?
1: Connection, community, love, meaning and purpose, these are all ingredients for health. In my book, I talk about how, for example, if we cured heart disease and cancer from the face of the planet, we'd extend our life by five to seven years. If we cured loneliness? If we cured loneliness and develop connection and meaning and purpose, we extend our life by seven years or more. Mm -hmm. So wait a minute, basically having meaning and purpose and connection in your life is more powerful than curing cancer and heart disease in terms of longevity. Connection is medicine.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, and I'm th- sure you're seeing it as a uh, epidemic of loneliness especially coming out of the pandemic
1: totally totally so th- those are the ingredients for health that we need to provide and everybody needs different ones for example some, some people might need more vitamin D some people might need more sleep some people need different kind of exercise so it's really personalized but those are the basic
0: ingredients so it's that's sort the- of personalized right because like just talking to the broad audience that's listening you you've mentioned a number of supplements And it's the same ones over and over. So for anybody listening, that's like, okay, I got it. I have to do something. We've already talked about diet and Mm. changing your diet. And even just noticing that if you were to remove the things we've talked about and add in this very simple, clean, healthy, vegetable forward and clean protein diet and Six to 10 days, you're going to feel like a different yeah. person. Just try it. Try what, it. And, what, and
1: then you can decide what you want to do after that, right? Yes. I want to, to keep eating my donuts. Okay, fine. Then you're going to feel like crap. And you if you want to feel like crap, it's your prerogative. Right?
0: Well, I'll tell you something. I am now on, it's like, I don't know, day 30-something of not drinking. It's life-changing. Yeah. It's totally life-changing. And I cannot believe how much clearer I am. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe how much more present I am. I cannot believe that I don't really miss it. Yep. And I had committed to doing this for almost three months and I don't know how I'll incorporate it back if ever, hmm. maybe here and there, but yeah. like, it just right. was such a profound difference for right. me that I'm kind of dumbfounded. I didn't do this earlier. Yeah, And so I think you can tell almost immediately, but will you explain to everybody, if you're not currently taking a high quality multivitamin or other supplements, what are the non-negotiables where everybody should start
1: you know for probably less than a dollar a day you can get what you need which is a multivitamin yep and I would say a, a good one it's cleanly produced it doesn't have fillers additives dyes. how do you tell if it's a good one the ones that uh, are manufactured in good manufacturing practices that don't have c- fillers chemicals and additives that are bioavailable forms of nutrients and so if you stick with certain brands they you can kind of guarantee you're gonna get that okay um, then then uh, I think a Vitamin D for almost everybody, even in the summer, people are like, oh, I'm taking, you know, vitamin D in the summer, I don't need it. You do. Most people, unless they're out there running around half naked between 10 and 2 every day all year long, you're going to be vitamin D deficient. That's
0: only you. I've seen you in your before and after photos that we're going to link. The dude is tan with the six pack. You're running around getting the vitamin D. He's embarrassed and laughing. We know it's true. Now, is there different forms of D, vitamin like D3? D three. Three?
1: Vitamin D3. And
0: do you have to take it with and, something yeah. else to be absorbed? Uh, with
1: fat. You need with fat. Uh, so with food, basically. Okay. And uh, So maybe between 1,000 to 5,000, the government guidelines say up to 4,000 is safe. So there's no okay. downside to that. And then fish oil for most people because 90 plus percent of us are deficient in omega-3 fats because we don't eat wild food that much anymore. And what does the fat do? It, it, these omega-3 fats are, are fats that we need in small amounts that are what our brains are made up of. Oh. They regulate inflammation. They are what our cell membranes are made of. They are basically the, the most critical fats that we consume, and most of us don't have enough of them. And the, mm. they can treat depression and, and very many mental issues. Even ADD has been found to be helpful. Postpartum depression. I mean, so a lot of things that we just... Think oh what, what do we do with these things? But there are great studies that show that these can be effective. So I think that's a kind of basic non-negotiable. Got and if it. So you
0: multivitamin, everybody, the vit- D three and fish oil. And fish oil. What about magnesium? Because you've mentioned it well, a sure, couple
1: times. I, I, that's a, my fourth one. But you know, depending on your symptoms, and how do you know you need magnesium? Well, I don't know. How do I know? <laughs> listen listen up, everybody. It's pretty simple. If you have everything, anything that's irritable or twitchy or spasmy, it's likely you're magnesium efficient. So if you're anxious, your emotions are twitchy. If you have palpitations, it's twitchy. If your colon's not working and it's a spasmy, you have constipation. If you have muscle cramps, you have eye twitching. Any of those things are signs of low magnesium.
0: I'm just twitching. As you describe those symptoms, because I'm like, check. I promised everybody a appointment, zero cost, with one of the world's most respected medical experts and leaders, leading voices in the functional medicine space. My toes cramp all the time. Yeah. Why?
1: You know, everybody's favorite radio station, you know what that is? No. W-I-F-M. What does that mean? What's in it for me? What's
0: in it for me? Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) So your toes. (laughs) Yes, my toes. Probably cramp because you have either electrolyte imbalances or magnesium. Oh. And um, so if, you know, people often don't have enough electrolytes in their diet, particularly potassium. So you can get that from eating lots of vegetables, from vegetable broths, or take electrolyte solutions. But taking magnesium is a huge cure for muscle cramps, and it's particularly foot cramps.
0: So what surprising things cause your magnesium to go down?
1: So we should should have a lot of magnesium because it's in all foods, nuts and seeds and a lot of plant foods, but we do so much to make our bodies dump magnesium in our urine. We drink too much soda, we have too much caffeine, too much alcohol and too much stress, all of which cause us to lose magnesium in our urine.
0: How does it make you lose magnesium if you drink a soda?
1: Well, it's got something called phosphoric acid in it, which uh-huh. is uh, in the dark colored colas, and that causes you to leach magnesium out and wow. yeah,
0: all right. well, thank you, doctor. Mm. Um, can we talk about hormone imbalance? Yes, we can. How do you know if your hormones are out of whack? and what role do hormones play in your gut? yeah and and I would love to selfishly focus on women if yeah, that's possible. Yeah,
1: yeah. So um, in the Young Forever, I have a whole series of quizzes that aren't fancy tests. They're literally just questions you answer and you get a score. And you go, oh, wow, my hormones are out of whack. Or my detox system is not good. Or I'm way inflamed. Or I have magnesium deficiency. Like those questions I just rolled off about what your symptoms would be. So it's pretty easy to identify what's going on. Now, women in particular have way more complex hormonal History than men. Yep, uh, men go through andropause, and they they kind of lower their testosterone as they Andropause, <laughs> yeah, it's male menopause basically. And what happens when
0: dudes go through male menopause?
1: They get low libido, sex drive, trouble having erections, lose the muscle mass, get a little more soft and round. You know, basically that's what happens.
0: <laughs> and I and grumpy and
1: grumpy because of those things. Low motivation. You know, a little depressed. Yeah, you know. but but with women they go through you know puberty and then they have you know, their teenage cycles and then they have their 20s cycles and their 30 cycles and their 40 cycles and then 50s. So it changes every decade. Women are having changing hormones and everything happens from PMS to irregular cycles, to heavy bleeding, to, to PCOS, PCOS yeah. to pre perimenopause, to menopause. And so, you know, there's no one prescription for all of it, but essentially what we do know is that just like everything else we talked about, the things that cause imbalance in our body that we listed off, right? The, food, stress, toxins, et cetera, and the ingredients for health are also influencing our hormones, hmm. so.
0: And what role do hormones play? So if we had to just like kind of even get more basic. What are hormones? Yeah, well, no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm serious, like, cause I think yeah, we throw yeah. around these terms, yeah, but sure, I sure, personally sure. am like, well, what actually, what, what role does the hormone play?
1: Well, hormones are like the communication command and control centers in your body. Uh, and I thought
0: so, the neurotransmitters were. Uh,
1: they are they are regulatory pathways that affect your brain a lot. Okay. Uh, and they do work in other areas of your body. But in your brain, you have something that's like a command center. It's called the hypothalamus. Okay. And this is like a, a, you know radio traffic control on air, in and, an airport. And for
0: those of you and who are not watching this on YouTube, I want you to know that Dr. <laughs> Hyman is pointing right <laughs> between the eyebrows. eyebrows. And I, I think mean. the reason why we all get that scrunchy wrinkle <laughs> Right there is because that yeah. is the command center. Yeah, it's a little bit Stressful.
1: inside. It's like I can't quite touch it because it's inside my head. But okay, it's what's in it there. called again? The hypothalamus.
0: Hypothalamus. And that, that's
1: controlling our sex hormones like estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, and so on. It's controlling our stress hormones like cortisol. It's uh-huh. controlling our Growth hormone has so there's thyroid hormones. All these hormones are controlled by this command and control center. Okay. And so what happens, particularly with women, is that they not only have trouble with their sex hormones because of all the stresses and toxins and everything in our life, but they also thyroid problems are really big and often under underdiagnosed. And then you get insulin, which is becoming out of balance as you get is older. Is insulin a hormone? Insulin is a kind of a signaling hormone peptide made by your pancreas, okay, and and that regulates blood sugar and, and your body, but it also kind of, when it's out of balance and you eat too much sugar and starch, you get this increasing belly fat and weight gain, and that's caused by insulin. So women are subjected, particularly as they get into their 30s and 40s, to this sort of imbalances in sex hormones, thyroid hormones, stress hormones, and blood sugar control hormones, insulin. Those are like... The four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yes. And so you you don't have to treat each one separately. If you do the basic things, you get your lifestyle sorted out, you eat right, you exercise, you learn stress reduction techniques, you get enough sleep, you take your basic supplements, you get rid of all the crap in your life as best you can. Your hormones will
0: reset. What about the thickening in the middle? That's the one that's bothering me now. I'm not down with that. No, that's not good. No, and he just looked down the, to see that. the thickening in the middle. I saw that.
1: <laughs> but that that's the, the insulin part. That's the blood sugar control So what
0: part. do I do? Because so, I'm getting so many people writing about this yeah. too because I've been talking Most. about it. I'm like, this is not fair. Yeah, I stopped yeah. drinking. Yeah. I have the healthiest lifestyle I've ever had. Yeah. I exercise every day. I eat the three quarters of the vegetables, clean yeah. protein. I get outside in the morning. Like yeah. I'm doing it all. Check, 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 yeah. check. What the fuck is going on?
1: Definitely hormones change. So sometimes there's things to tweak. Sometimes um, there's ways you can sort of modify your diet a little bit or exercise a little differently to sort of regulate this. But it's sort of checking what's going on. Maybe your thyroid's a little off. Or maybe your your insulin's a little higher than you think and you have Mm. more insulin resistance. Or maybe, you know, you need to sort of increase testosterone because that gets lower too. And that increases muscle mass and body fat loss. So So it's like a symphony that you have to sort of be a conductor and make sure it's all playing into
0: Well, I, my, the visual I got was whack-a-mole. Like the second I hit the insulin correctly, the, you know, the no, other thing like, shoots no, up. No, it's not
1: like that. It's not like that. It's actually, it actually all works the other way. It's actually, when you, when you treat the root causes, then everything gets better.
0: So one question for you, if you can't afford to go to somebody in functional medicine to get this all tested, mm. how do you figure out what's going on? Because I know that what's going to happen with this conversation, Dr. Hyman, is that we are going to activate anyone listening to absolutely take the next 10 days of your life and see what happens when you reset your diet and you remove a few things. Absolutely add in those simple supplements that cost you less than a dollar a day and you are worth that investment in yourself and see what happens. Absolutely take the steps to lower your stress and tap into your body's ability to reset like even just the five deep breaths a day yeah. that activate the vagus and tone the vagus nerve. But if somebody's going, I want to learn more, yeah. what yeah. is the next right step? Uh, that's
1: a great question. And, and uh, you know, one of the, the challenges I've always had with medicine is it's kind of a secret guild and doctors hold the reins. They can order the tests or they can't, they will give you the results or they won't, they'll help you interpret them or they won't. And so you're at the sort of mercy of whoever you're seeing. And, and most doctors do a good job and want to help people, but they kind of, It kind of kept in a guilt. So uh, in the book, Young Forever, I do have really extensive questionnaires that allow you to figure out almost 80% of what's going on. Yeah. And then... Depending on what you find in those, you can kind of follow up with different kinds of testing. But because of this problem exactly that you're talking about, I, I decided to co-found a company with a good friend called Function Health, which allows you, without a doctor's order, to go to any Quest Lab in the country, and there's thousands of them. Oh. get a blood draw of over 100 biomarkers that normally cost fifteen thousand dollars for five hundred bucks. Wow, and. It comes with a whole interpretive map and framework and dashboard that's filtered through the lens of functional medicine, get the testing done, get your results and track it over time. And you can see your hormones, your thyroid, your insulin, your age-related markers, uh, your brain chemistry, so much about what's going on with your body. You know what's
0: so cool about this, if you can afford to do it, and we'll put the link in the show notes, is it's like getting an x-ray of your insides. Yeah. yeah. And, and you've it, already, you've already, you've proven to us that you heal from the inside out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely true. And, and I'm so excited about this approach because it empowers people to be the CEO of their own health. And the, re, the reality is that, you know, even if you go to the doctor with all these complaints, they're going to be able to, quote, manage your symptoms. I don't want to manage people's symptoms. I want people to get better. I want people to reverse these problems and not need a doctor. And the truth is most of the things that work, are not things you're gonna get at a doctor's office, which is drugs and surgery. So sometimes you need them and I use them. That's not a bad thing. But most of the problems we have don't respond very well to that. I mean, they just cover over the symptoms. What if you could actually figure out why you're having the problem and fix it?
0: Well, I think you told us why. It's inflammation. It's a gut that's out of whack. Mm-hmm. It is uh, the stressors in your life. Mm-hmm. It is the toxins in your environment. And not understanding that your body has this elegant design that is super intelligent and responsive and can heal itself if you are conscious and intentional about the right input.
1: Yeah. And, that, and that's what's exciting that's happening now in science is we're actually getting there. Like the, the old paradigms dying and in the longevity space that I've been working in. And when I wrote about a young forever where where these scientists are now talking about what's underlying all these diseases, these hundred and fifty five thousand diseases. That's not what we need to be thinking about. It's these 10 underlying problems that tend to go wrong as we get older that that can explain all disease and if we treat those we may not be able to just extend our life by 5 years by getting rid of cancer or heart disease but by 30 or 40 years that means living to be 120 and being in good shape like i don't want to, live to be 120 in a nursing home and in a wheelchair i am be able to ride my bike go for a horseback ride make love you know that's what i want to do when i'm 100 or 120
0: wow i you know yeah, i'm glad that you said that because Oftentimes I hear the word longevity and I had that reaction. Like, yeah. well, I don't want to be rotting away in a nursing home at exactly 125. Well, well, that sounds terrible.
1: It's terrible because most of what we see, Mel, in the world is abnormal aging. And we think that's normal. Oh, it's normal to become frail and decrepit and not be able to do what you want and lose function. And the truth is that most of us, our health span doesn't equal our lifespan. The last 20 years of our life. What's
0: the difference between health span and lifespan? Well,
1: health span is how many years you're healthy and mm. You can do what you want. A lifespan is how many years you're alive. So if you're fine until you're 60, then you get dementia in your nursing room for 20 years. That's not good. So yes. that, that's what you want to do is make your health span equal your lifespan.
0: You know, my mother-in-law is 85 years old. She jumps out of airplanes. She walks five miles a day. There you go. She's having the time of her life. She prioritized friends. Yeah, exactly. She is the definition of vitality at that age. Yes. And I, she's like the Energizer bunny. I, I can't imagine her running out of steam. And that's what I think you're talking about yeah. when it comes to vitality. Yeah. Um, we One thing we did not touch on that I know we're going to get a lot of questions on is probiotics. Mm-hmm. And you've already talked, Dr. Hyman, about the fact that your microbiome is the bugs in your gut that break down the food you eat so it can be turned into energy. And it's these bugs that keep your immune system healthy and that help your brain to function properly. So... How do you reset the gut in terms of what probiotic or is there a strain you should yeah. take or what should you, is yogurt enough? Like tell, tell us what to do. Well, the, tr- the do.
1: truth is, Mel, that, that most of what determines the health and quality of your microbiome is what you're eating. Okay. Right? So you need to feed your gut right. You need to tend your inner garden right. And that's not that hard to do. What is it like? It likes lots of fruits and vegetables. It likes... Lots of fiber. It likes probiotic foods like sauerkraut, kimchi, miso, and things like that. It likes prebiotic foods, which are like the fertilizer that feed the good bucks. Things like asparagus, artichoke, uh, plantain, jicama, and the list goes on. So we, we can do that a lot through our diet. And to not eat gut-busting foods, things like tons of sugar, processed food, food additives, emulsifiers, chemicals, all those things damage our microbiome. And then drugs. We're on a lot of drugs, antibiotics, acid blockers, and, and all these things can really screw up our gut microbiome. I, I, I like drugs like Advil and, you know, the, the anti-inflammatory drugs. So we have to be really smart about taking out the things that bust our gut and putting in the things that heal our gut. But the 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 probiotic can be a useful tool, but it's not in replacement of the
0: So you're basically saying if you eat sugary cereal for breakfast and then you have chicken nuggets and pizza for lunch. Yeah. And then you have like uh, a takeout, whatever, fried, whatever, pop in one probiotic is not going to help?
1: Yeah, no. Okay. And the other thing that's really amazing is that we've learned that they like polyphenols, which are... What is that? There's like a million molecules in colorful fruits and vegetables Mm. that are the medicine in food. Mm. And these medicines... uh, work in many ways in our body and particularly on a lot of the longevity switches, but it turns out that these microbes in your gut like to eat them. Oh. Right. And so remember that weird name acromancia that I was mentioning? I forgot it, but yeah. now I do. <laughs> but the one that produces this like natural volume uh-huh, in your gut, yeah. that bug really likes green tea. It oh. likes pomegranate and it likes cranberry and it likes all the molecules, so you have to feed them. And you have little critters in there, you gotta take care of them. And and so food is is the biggest solution. And yes, probiotics can help, and prebiotic supplements and fibers can help, uh, but we really want to actually make sure we, we actually take care of it by eating what we need to be eating. And I, I had actually horrible colitis years ago from taking an antibiotic that screwed up my gut. Hmm. And and I cured it using a lot of these polyphenols and prebiotics.
0: Wow. And there's one other thing I want to tell you. Donna, who's one of the producers here at 143 Studios, she has something to tell you, Oh, Dr. Mark okay. Heiman, A personal connection oh, that wow. I think uh, you listening, you're going to love this full circle moment.
2: Hi, Dr. Hyman, I am really excited to be here today. And this feels very much like a full circle moment because without you, there's a good chance that I actually would not be here today. About 12 to 14 years ago, I was living with excruciating back pain. I was on meds that are now illegal (laughs) because they created heart issues. I had really horrible asthma. So even if I wanted to be active, I couldn't. I was Mm. wheezing terribly. Mm. And I was allergic to everything. I was diagnosed with 43 allergies when I was eight years old. So I was just sneezing and wheezing (laughs) and hunched over all the time. So quite miserable Mm. Um, and then around that time I found one of your books called uh, The Five Forces of Wellness I believe
1: that was actually a uh, uh, audio an audio (laughs)
2: yes yes so I at that time was divorced and so I was a single mom and had my son in the backseat and I would play those same four CDs (laughs) Mm. over and over again and I really needed to hear what you were sharing about how the body is impacted by food. I had never heard any of this before. I didn't realize that I was supposed to Who be eating all right. Oh, right? <laughs> I didn't realize I was supposed to be eating greens and I wasn't supposed to be eating all the sugar I was and, and all the soda I was mm-hmm. drinking. And so I changed my lifestyle because of you and I started to go to the gym. And here I am now 14 years later and I have no more back pain. Uh, I'm not on meds anymore. I don't carry an inhaler because my asthma is now in remission. And no more allergies. I'm not sneezing. We have dogs here today, and there's no way I could be in this place uh, with dogs around. So... I just want to thank you because I've now run 27 5Ks amazing. and I've climbed Mount Washington twice and I've biked 75 miles in a weekend four times. And I just could not have done that without you. So thank you so much for, mm, that's for all that That's such a great you
1: story. You know, I think, I think it's an amazing story because what you experience is not impossible to achieve for most people if they know what to do.
0: Wow. Donna... First of all, I freaking love you because that, what just happened here is the mission of this show. Mm. It is to truly connect people with the information, the inspiration, and the encouragement that they need so that they can take control of their life. Yeah. Wow. And again, what I love the most is that you have said from the very beginning, your body is designed to work on a very simple rhythm, to heal itself, and now you know the simple, cost-free things that you can do in order to tap into this magnificent, intelligent, intelligent body of yours.
1: It's a miracle, really.
0: It really is. Well, Dr. Hyman, in the house, thank you so much. You made a huge difference in my life, Donna's life. I know that this is going to make a huge difference in everybody's life who listens, And one thing I want to point out again is that the whole point of this episode is to empower and educate you about the amazing healing capacity of your body, to introduce those of you who have never heard of functional medicine to this incredible area of research, and finally, to give you things to try. And if you're somebody that's been dealing with chronic illness and some of the stuff that we've talked about today doesn't apply to you, it's really smart for every single one of you listening to just take and try what feels right for you. That's the whole point of this. You are your best healer and your body will tell you what's working. All the resources are in the show notes. And in case nobody else tells you today, I'm going to tell you that I love you.
1: Oh, thank you. I, I, oh, I, not, oh, yeah, but you I'm not that. talking about you. Oh, I you're don't love you. Me. I'm okay, just bye. kidding. Bye, no, but bye. I love you, Dr. Hyman. <laughs>
0: and uh, I love you listening. I know Dr. Hyman loves you, too. That's why I say That's true. It's yes. really true. Yes. And I believe in you and your ability to put this to use because it's going to help you create a better you and that's going to lead to a better life. All right. Go do it. I'll talk to you in a few days. Oh, one more thing. It's the legal language. This podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional.
2: Stitcher.